0: This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions.
1: You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 733. You are still not prepared. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atareads2021. That's bit.ly slash atareads2021. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. We're also sponsored by Amazon Music Unlimited. Check them out at getamazonmusic.com slash as, where they have over 70 million songs across all different styles. Again, that's getamazonmusic.com slash as to get your free trial today. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things As-Raw. Now we present your awesome host, the always stalwart and honorable, Maedros! The Commander of the fell and Master of Demons, Death. The non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty. And the High Priestess of the Everlight, Allie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the World of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth. And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros. And with me, I have Toasty. Hey, Toasty.
0: Hello. How you doing, there, bud? I'm all right. How are you?
1: I'm surviving. I'm alive. Survival is good. I do not have COVID, so you know these are all good things.
0: Yes, yes, they are. All, all fantastic. Things.
1: And and all all three of us here on the show have now received at least one poke. This is also
0: <laughs> true. <laughs> yes, it is.
1: Uh, one of us is fully upgraded to 5G. The other two of us are still waiting for the f- final upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> So uh hey how you doing?
2: Hey hey pretty good got started in a different classroom today and with uh, you know new new co-teachers and new schedule and stuff so hoping it's positive changes and whatnot so I'm doing doing pretty good tired tired but pretty good.
1: That's good. I am glad to hear that. Yeah that you're good not the tired. How are, part. You,
2: how are part. you doing?
1: Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm surviving. I'm, I'm getting by and, and that's, that's an important part. So, <laughs> uh, so how was your weekend while there, Allie?
2: It was pretty good. I was a little busier outside of the game than I would have liked, but I, I'll, I'll let, I'll let Tosi talk about raid stuff. <laughs> but outside of that, I've, I've been spending a lot of time in the Maw because I'm trying to do what I can to kind of upgrade my main pump out a little more healing for Raid's sake. <laughs> so part of that for me since I haven't had the time to do Mythic Pluses is doing conduits. Upgrading my conduits through Stygia and the Ma. So I've been spending some time with V'nari. Got exalted with her and or whatever it's actually called. Friendly buddy buddy whatever it is we're, we're that now we're we're good and so I've been slowly upgrading my conduits and I'm now at the point where I got all my conduits to 213 so now I gotta start getting more Stigia so I can upgrade them even more because what happens is that the item that upgrades your conduits it upgrades one of your lower conduits so now they're all they're all 213 it will start upgrading other conduits to the next one up And hopefully start getting more of my holy. Because I don't care about my discipline conduits. (laughs) And if they get upgraded. So give them them a a holy. I need need my holies. But other than that. And grinding out some Stygia for that. I have done some more ICC runs. Like normal. And I am slowly working on leveling up my rogue and pally some more. For using them for the... Other covenants, and just kind of enjoying, just relaxing, and having a good time. Cool.
1: Uh, how about you, Toasty?
2: Uh, well, I'll talk about Raid. I guess um, Raid
0: Raid got to a uh, Raid got heated on Wednesday, to say the very least. I don't know. Uh, it just I think it's a mixture of us being so close and then making a few. Like, stupid mistakes, and us kind of starting to feel the pressure of getting this done before 9.1 hits, I don't know, things, and and maybe just, you know, everybody seemed to be having a bad day on Wednesday. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, we ended up calling Raid early on Wednesday just to kind of clear our heads and all that other stuff and to kind of get back, get, get our heads back in the game kind of thing. So on Thursday, we said, "You know what? Screw it. We we are not with our usual tanks tonight. So we're just going to start from the beginning of the raid and just have fun going through all of it and attempt a few achievements along the way. We got we managed to get a few down, or at least one down. We got the shriek wing one down." we almost got the one from Hungering Devour down by accident. It was funny, on the attempt, on the one attempt before before we wiped, where we were actually attempting it, we were having a hard time smashing all the containers on Hungering Devour. And then on the attempt, we were like, you know what, let's just kill it, and not try for the achievement. We, uh, we almost got all of them. Actually, actually, no, I think we got all of them, but we just lost too many people along the way in the attempt to do that. That, uh, we ended up wiping. But, um. Yeah, we got th- we went through the entire raid up until Sludge Fist on Thursday night, which means uh, I had another attempt at getting a weapon token off Council of Blood, and I didn't get that token, nor did I get any other tokens, as far as I'm aware.
1: Uh, so hold on, hold on. I'm I'm confident that I've heard differently. No. Alan, you're you're in the raid group with him, aren't you?
2: I am indeed, and if I remember right, there's a clip of it really really (laughs) post it on Twitter I I post it on my Twitter so he can go and delete off his own Twitter because in his defense he did post it but he does do that I still have proof on my Twitter
0: okay so what happened what happened there (laughs) was I didn't I don't need any gear off of any of the other fights except for Council of Blood that's the only place where I would have benefited from a drop and the only place I will benefit from a drop at this point. So um, the one of the one of the tanks that we had in um, was a fairly new, newly level tank. I think it's around item level two hundred. Like I'm gonna switch to prot and funnel gear towards them, because just in case we run into a situation like this again, where we're sh- where we're down not only one of our main tanks but the alternate that we normally have step in. Uh, they can step they can step in for us. So switch to prot for certain for certain bosses and whatnot. And when I got the token off of Zyma, Zymos... like, oh my god, I got a weapon token. Wait. Wait. I'm in prot spec. What is this token for? And they look closer at it, they're like, oh it's for an offhand cool. And the worst part about that is, because it's technically an upgrade for me, I couldn't even trade it. Because both my weapons are 194 and 200 respectively. The 213 shield is technically an upgrade, and I can't trade it. So this is yet another appeal to Blizzard to please give us personal loot back. Or, like, not not personal loot, like, um... The ability to trade loot, like the need greed thing in raid, especially if it's a guild group, like I would love that. I have there's now a useless shield sitting in my inventory that will (laughs) never be used.
2: So you're actually going to keep it in your inventory?
0: I haven't gotten rid of it yet. I haven't traded it for a shield yet either. It's just it's still just a token right now.
2: Yeah, but it's about what the token represents. Your ability to tank for people.
0: So I'm just gonna delete it.
1: Got it. <laughs> I challenge you not to delete it. actually redeem it for a shield,
2: and, and then, then go delete d- it, and then go tank it for Medros, so Medros can do a dungeon and you can tank it.
1: Uh, and I will sit no. back and laugh uh, at you both. No, no, uh,
0: no.
2: Nope.
0: Nobody wants. <laughs> nobody wants me warrior tanking. <laughs> I, I can halfway manage on a blood
2: DK. <laughs> I Blood decays are fun. I'll give you that. But I I don't know. I just like the thought of staying back with some popcorn and uh, watching you tank for Medros as he goes through a dungeon. It's, it's good times.
0: No, no, no worry, you're tanking. Like I said, <laughs> blood, blood decay fine. I even managed to do it on a prod paladin. So, so but you know no, Medrus, no, war, no for worry, you you're tanking.
2: <laughs> he'll tank for you, Medros. You can go see a dungeon and he'll tank for you.
0: Uh, but I haven't leveled any either of those characters. That's a shame. <laughs> oh, they're still in Stormwind waiting for me to talk to Morgrain. Like, oh, it's too bad that won't happen. Oh, well, what can you do? Right. Um, <laughs> outside, outside of the rating thing, I spent some time leveling up my Arcane Mage, Uh, Which was a lot of fun. Uh, Just didn't do anything special or weird or anything. I just ran a couple dungeons um, and tried to remember how to play Arcane Mage. For most of the first dungeon I ran, I completely forgot that my cooldowns existed. I'm like, why is my damage so low? Like, there's no reason it should be this low. And then I remembered that. And then I looked down at where my warrior cooldowns normally are. I'm like, oh, that's right. That's where I put my mage cooldowns too. Look at that. There's no cooldown timer clicking down ticking down on that. That means I haven't used it. Now that I think about it, I don't remember ever using either of these throughout this entire dungeon. Good job. We were killing things, it was fine. Like I was easily the lowest level person there. I was I was like fifty-two going into that and everybody was fifty-five or higher. So like even even when I was using my cooldowns Oh, my damage was not noticeable compared to everybody else uh, but that's that's about it for me for a while what about you Medros?
1: um so I am up to a hundred and fifty uh shiny pet tokens things charms whatever they're called uh so slowly beginning progress I, I feel like I haven't done this got any many, as many of those as I would have liked this week but uh, it is what it is um let's see what else have I done this week? I logged in to help my nephew uh, with something I'll talk more about that near the end of the show um and uh, yeah that's about it so a productive weekend wow <laughs> uh, I, I will be back soon I promise I, I I still still subscribed so I'm still still funneling the money towards blizzard they're not they're not gonna you know suffer without my subscription
0: And here I thought you'd be busy running Torgas with Manny, like the way you guys were talking about (laughs) Torgas last week.
2: Right, I thought there was plans, man.
1: You know, I've been been a really was really rough week at work, and I was working really late every day. I I didn't have the time. I know Manny's heartbroken that I couldn't do it with him, but I think he understands. Well, there's always this week. You know, working the same schedule this week, I I really don't know if it's gonna be a thing.
0: Well, I mean, time. The time zones are different. You, you guys might find some time.
1: <laughs> that that is entirely possible. Uh, on that note, uh, let's uh,
0: let's move on. <laughs> we say it's time for our sponsor. Sure, let's talk about our first sponsor. <laughs> All right, our newest sponsor. Sp- eh, starting that again. <clears throat> All right, our newest sponsor are the folks over at Amazon Music Unlimited. You can check them out at getamazonmusic.com/slash/allthingsaz where they have over 70 million songs and thousands of playlists and artists, including our artist this week, Ramona. Um, this is another artist and band that I found through Amazon's like songs like this kind of feature. And the track I want to highlight this week is Jet Fuel Can't Melt Steel Hearts. It's off their Deals 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 album, and they're like a indie kind of punky vibe. Go check them out. I've had a lot of fun listening to them this, over the past week. And you can find them and many other artists over at getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsaz. And we'd like to thank Amazon Music for their support of the show.
1: Clearly that songwriters never found a mechanome who can improve their jet fuel so that it can melt the steel heart.
0: Well, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a reality-based, it's a reality-based thing and, you know, mechanomes aren't real. Maybe. I mean, there are robot gnomes, probably. Faith. Disneyland definitely has robot gnomes. I would imagine somewhere. I don't know. We're off track now. Let's talk about this week in well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this week in well, we've got three events. We've got the Spring Balloon Festival, which starts as of today, the day of this recording, May 10th and goes to May 12th. So by the time you listen to this on the download, uh, sorry, it's done. But what, but, but what will still be going is the PvP brawl, South Shore versus Terran Mill, and the Shadowlands bonus event. And those run from the 12th to the 17th of May. And that's what's coming up this week in WoW.
1: Alrighty. So, uh, we got some news this week, guys. Uh, a lot of speculation was, was like how long the uh, beta was going to go for Burning Crusade Classic. Um, and you know... The news this week really brought me back to right around when this show launched. Uh, As many people know, the ATA launched with the release of Burning Crusade. Uh, And now, so many years down the road, I don't even want to count how many, please don't. Just stop. (laughs) Uh, We are now returning to Burning Crusade. Those famous words ring in the ears of all classic players. We have a launch date for burning crusade classic so they announced this week that the pre-patch for burning crusade classic will be may 18th and the boost and cloning will be available at that point and then the burning crusade classic will launch june 1st again it'll be same launch date point around the world uh so everybody starts at the exact same time the time of the time um of course north america will then start a day early uh, or in the evening of the day before um, and we also have some pricing on stuff, uh, which has led to some thoughts in the community. Um, so uh, I feel like since I've seen other people do this, I, I feel like this is something that needs to be done uh, somehow, some way. It is, is, is required. The character cloning service, which, to be clear, is defined as cloning your character to the the new classic only, classic vanilla only server as well as having it on the Burning Crusade Classic servers. So having the same character on two different servers will cost $35. If you want to move a character to Burning Crusade Classic, there's no cost. If you wish to move a character to, or leave a character in the vanilla world, you're locked at 60 no cost. If you want to have them in both, there's a cost. How do you guys feel about that cost?
0: I mean, I get there being a cost to that service because in the end they're going to end up having characters on two different servers and that means, you know, an increased cost to them. I don't understand how high that cost is. That that seems that feels very very high.
2: Yeah. I mean, I I would imagine it's to try to discourage Bots and gold farmers and whatnot, but I I, I do agree with you that that's a, that those are some high prices. I
1: I, I definitely feel as to just disc- I don't know if it's to discourage bots per se, but I think it's there to discourage people from littering the vanilla server with all their alts. Like every character stays in vanilla and moves over to Burning Crusade, and then you have some that you'll still play on cl- on. Vanilla and some people play in Bernie Crusade and it just... I can see it being a mess. And oh, I yeah. see the logic behind that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, that's kind of the approach I feel like they've taken to a lot of their transfer services and all that other thing. Like, they want to provide, provide the service, yes, and, you know, make money off of it, but also they don't want to encourage people to be doing it like moving servers, like every other week or some... or some such.
1: They they want to put some value... to limit people doing it... frivolously, basically.
0: Yeah.
1: And I I totally get that. Um, So, next we move on to... character boost. So... uh, you can only have one character boost... per WoW Classic account. And the boosted character will receive... apprentice riding... race specific mount... Weapon skill to 58, access to certain flight points, level 58, green gear. So you're gonna click a clown. Sorry, four up to four Runecloth cloth bags, 14 slots each, and a little bit of gold. Not yet stated as to what that'll be. Um, the price for this is 40 dollars US. I have my thoughts. Uh, I, I, I mean, my thoughts are what I would have thoughts on if this is the price for getting to Burning Crusade Classic or uh, WoW Classic first. So let's ask. Allie, what your thoughts are
2: first? I'd have to look it up. Remind me, if hopefully one of you two know. What is the cost of a character boost in retail? $60. 60 bucks. So there's there's that to consider. This is basically character boost, right? So it's it's cheaper. So mm-hmm. that's something. And they this is a, a pretty good amount, I feel like with what you have here, it gets you going. Which is good. I think it's what it's for. And I like that's only one per wow count. It helps kind of with some of the issues they're trying to avoid and whatnot. So on one hand, for something like a remastered game, you know, bring, say, classic, like it does, it feels a little high. On the other hand, it's still cheaper than what we have in retail. And I I think
0: in when you compare it to the price of the cloning, then it makes... Like the price in relation to the cloning makes sense. Like having having the the boost be a little bit higher than what it would cost to just clone the character. In my head, makes sense because you're because with the boost, you're bypassing a bunch of that previous content, and you're getting a bunch of stuff that you would otherwise have to farm for in the classic ecosystem. The the riding training. The goal to get a mount, bags, gear, flight points. Now, it's only certain flight points. It's not all flight points, so there's that to consider. So, when you compare it to the cloning service, that price makes sense. But, and again, I'm going to go back to just... Those numbers feel very high in when you compare it to... Uh, what you're getting out of it. and I mean, I'm I'm also one of those people who thinks the the character boost price is high, too. So, there's that to consider as well. So, uh, let me get my thoughts on this. L- let me
1: take you back 14 years. 14 years and roughly four months. Uh, to days before the launch of Burning Crusade. The real Burning Crusade, not the rehash. Uh, no character boost. Uh, Forty dollars of the cost of the game, and uh, could, even when you can apply, or even you haven't able to apply character boosts, you couldn't do it to the new race right away. Uh, this can be done for, I believe, a blood elf or a draenei
0: two weeks before launch. Sorry, I forgot to actually include that they are specifically not included in this character boost. Oh, so it's not those two races. Okay, correct.
1: So that, that okay. Should, should include that. Just, just saying.
0: My bad. Um.
1: No worries. Uh. So, character boost. Even when it was a, uh, available, you didn't get this stuff. Like I think character boost was a, first available. Cataclysm? I think. No. No. Maybe wrath. I think no it was mists. W- no legion. It was a later expansion. I think it Anyways. was. I want to
0: say legion. It was added in. I okay, love well, Legion or Legion, One. One of those two. So,
1: yeah, it, later. It, it, I mean, I, as a player, would have loved to have had this for Burning Crusade. I, I probably would have brought up probably my Druid at the time, because uh, then my Druid was lagging behind uh, back when, when Burning Crusade launched, and I, I would have loved to have this stuff. Apprentice riding mounts a uh, mount uh, flight pass instead of having to run, de- do a death run to Shattrath, uh for, for alts to get to, like, a bank and stuff. Like, I, I would have loved this. And i I was I, I, sorry, if, if Shatrath is one of the flight paths, I, I, I understand people want to riot. Because that's not a pleasant run. Just saying. Uh, died many times on that run. Uh, especially to the Fel Reaver, but that's beyond the point. Um, but that this is available in this pristine, we won it like it was back then server, uh, players should be rejoicing they have that option. Period. Like, I understand you don't like the price. You have the option. So, pardon me, but shut the bleep up. But you're complaining that the price is too high. It's lower than a retail character boost. You don't need it. You can just do it, do the game regular, level up properly, and pretend this doesn't exist. Don't buy it if you don't want it. But you can't say, oh, we want it, but we don't like the price. Because I'm sorry you don't get to decide what the price is. Is it too high? Maybe. It's still lower than than the, the retail one is. And the character cloning, yeah, that's probably too high. But I, I didn't get to leave characters back in vanilla or get a choice between for that option back when I was leveling up, going to Burning Crusade. So you have that choice. You can choose to pay it or not. You don't have to... Like, if you want to play your character as a true classic experience, this $35 cloning thing is nothing to you means nothing because it doesn't exist none of that matters because it doesn't exist to you. your truly classic experience has no boost and has no cloning So there's to it period that's it none of this exists you're gonna you gonna play like we did back in 20 uh, 2007 uh, and uh, you're just gonna ignore that any of this new tech exists it's fine just fine. Go ahead, have it your way, have some McDonald's while you're at it. I don't know. (laughs) Um, I I don't know what else I can say about this, just... I see a lot of whining and complaining in the WoW community about these prices, and it boggles my mind. Because... All these people wanted a true classic experience just like it used to be and none of this was there back then, so just have your true classic experience. And none of it was distant back then. None of it mattered back then. Go through the burning portal uh, the go through the portal, the dark portal, and just enjoy your classic burning crusade experience and play like you did back in twenty oh seven. Easy. Done. But let's talk about some more money people want, Abelizzer wants you to spend.
2: So for the Burning Crusade Classic Deluxe Edition. Now this is optional. You don't have to buy this. You're still going to get Burning Crusade Classic free with a, you know, regular WoW subscription. But if you want a little extra, if you were so excited about Burning Crusade and you were just all about it, you have this option where you can get the deluxe edition. It costs $69.99. It costs $69.99. Nice. But I know, right? (laughs) But it contains two mounts, which that alone is what, 50 bucks. So the reawakened phase hunter mount, which you can use in BC classic and it scales with riding skill, which is awesome. And then for retail, you'll get the Viridian phase hunter mount. You will also, for Burning Crusade Classic, you will get the Dark Portal Hearthstone, providing a unique visual effect. Kind of like all the fun different toys we have in retail. There is the Path of Illidan toy for Burning Crusade Classic, which makes your character's footsteps leave little flickers of fell fire in their wake, which is pretty cool. There's the Dark Portal Pass, which is the, the character boost, which is really nice. And you also would get a free game a free month of game time and with that of course will be access to retail wild classic and burning crusade classic so you get all of that for 69.99 and if if you're excited about that these are some really fun things in here and if that's not your thing that's okay you can still get the regular base edition of bc classic for free with your regular sub. What do you guys think of this?
0: So, when when this was announced, I had initially two thoughts. Wow, that's expensive. Six, 70 bucks for a bunch of BC stuff. And then, like, I approached it logically afterwards. You know, you see the sticker price and like, oh, wow. But then it's yeah, yeah. it's it's steep. But you got to remember, you're getting two mounts, which is, like you said, about 50 U.S., Plus the character boost, which, we ju- as we just discussed, was $40, plus a bunch of other things.
2: Plus so like, game time, so it's and, $14.99 there, like...
0: Yeah. So there's a decent oh. amount of value packed into that $70 bundle. So, like, I was a little less angry after I, you know, got over the sticker shock and actually looked at what was included in the bundle. And, and then I was more thinking, man... So we get all these cool... St- we, there's all that cool stuff for the people who are playing BC Classic that they're going to have access to. They're going to have access to another mount, which is really cool. That dark portal hearthstone. Sorry, Tonks is sneezing. I don't know if you can hear that.
2: We totally did. It was adorable.
0: <laughs> at least you can't hear her snoring. <laughs> um, and so you got the hearthstone and you've got the toy. So my thought after I looked at all that was, wait a minute. The mount tab didn't exist back then the toy tab didn't exist back then (laughs) so like this is just extra stuff that's going to be taking up space in your bag also does that mean that just for every character that you create um in bc classic after the fact is going to get access to the Reawakened face hunter is that they're going to get that in the mail when they create a new character like we did with pets back in the day
2: probably i would imagine so
0: Yeah, I mean, some of this stuff sounds cool, but it's not, like, and, like, if I was a BC player, I might have considered ponying up, but as I am strictly a retail player, like, $70 is a steep price for a mount I will likely just add to my random mount's summoning rotation. Yeah, not... I'm not 100% sold on it as a retail-only player.
1: Well, uh, let, let me give you my thoughts, if you guys care to hear them, of course. you know, um, If you don't, I understand. Uh, me, I'm give you them anyway.
0: Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> uh,
1: so for $70, you get $1,175 worth of stuff. That's a pretty good deal, I think.
0: Wait, how, how do you figure 1175
1: The Dark Portal Hearthstone that you're talking about. Used to be a loot toy from the loot card. That is going on eBay for a thousand
0: dollars. Oh, like U.S. U- the, u- U.S. dollars? Uh, no Canadian. Okay, so that's like eighty bucks U.S. Let's be real here.
1: <laughs> um. Uh, okay. Uh, the uh, Path of Illidan toy, which also used to be a loot card. Uh, is on eBay for
0: roughly $65. I'm assuming Canadian as well.
1: Yes. Okay. Uh, eBay converts to Canadian. Sorry. Uh, The Dark Portal Pass, we know, is $40. The 30 days of WoW game time is $15. So that comes out to $1,175. Roughly. Uh, That's... um, that's a steal for $70, isn't it? I mean, for me as a player who is not playing Classic, it has no value. Uh, most I'd pay is $25 for the for the mount, if I actually let the mount, which the mount looks okay. I'm not sold on it, but it, it looks pretty neat. I'd, I'd probably pay $20 to $25 for that. Um, I, I've paid Blizzard Balance for worse. Um... The rest of it, except for the game time, has no use to me. Uh, So, twenty five plus fifteen, I pay maybe forty dollars for this. But if you're playing in in, in BC Classic and actually have access to all the stuff you're getting here, uh, that's pretty sweet. Uh, And I actually think the Path of Illidan from the Loot card actually was a limited. Limited t- limited quantity of u- activations, and I believe what you get with this is like permanent. Like it's not like a limited quantity of uses. Uh, so that that even could go even higher if you count in how many times over that. T- uh, like, how many how many loot cards it would take to count as many times to use it? Maybe you use it once. Who knows? But you could use it ten times. 10 dollars ten, ten, $10, or ten times worth of loot cards. Uh, and and that's even adding to your value of this so um on the phase sixty dollars is a lot 70. but straight seventy dollars is a lot yes uh, but if you actually do the math uh if, if I could get a thousand dollars worth of stuff for for seventy dollars uh, and it was stuff that I actually have some use for I'd say that's a pretty good deal so that
0: that's my thought yeah. um and even and even if you don't factor in like the the third part, the, the the aftermarket purchase of the TCG loot items, which let's be real, it's all it's, it, those prices are completely set by like supply and demand and rarity and all that other stuff, and that's not really something yep. Blizzard can control. If you just look at the Blizzard controlled pricing of of the stuff, when you compare it to stuff that's. Currently available, especially so the mounts twenty five dollars a piece, the boost, which is f- priced at forty dollars, that's still ninety dollars worth of uh, plus plus the game time. That's hundred and five dollars yeah. worth of Blizzard controlled pricing stuff available for seventy dollars.
1: Yeah. So if you're playing BC Classic, this this is still a value. This just has a significant value and is, is a significant savings over buying each of these things individually. Uh, if you don't play retail, okay, so we take $25 off. Uh, so you're still at $80 for $70 cost. Um, you still need a subscription. Uh, the boost, you'll probably use it somewhere. You, you know, make a character a mo- six months down the road, boost it up to 58 right away, and it's already in Burning Crusade. So... Yeah. Like there is value if you, if you're reasonable in your assessment. Uh, if you're not reasonable, yeah, you'll find nothing to it. So, yeah, and, I guess and, that's my my thoughts there.
0: And like like I said, the cost the seventy dollar cost. Uh, we're just like like I said before, we're just comparing it to the the current options available. Right now, like the character boost and the mounts and all that other stuff, if you take if you take any of these items separately, I mean, I think I think I feel like it's well established that um, Blizzard's microtransactions are not so micro, and that's kind of just something we've that's kind of just something that players who who purchase that kind of stuff have kind of accepted clearly because you know they they there's no. Indication that those pricing, that those prices will ever change. So. Yeah. Yeah. Whether or not you agree with the pricing of that stuff initially is a whole other conversation entirely. Very much so.
2: It is. And as you may have seen by now, or maybe not, I don't know. But if you look around social media, you're going to see a lot of different opinions on on all of this on pricing on microtransactions on retail right now there's there's a lot of conversation happening about it which we're not going to really go into too much but it's out there if you wish to find it
1: yeah um i mean in the end when it comes down to anything related to wow um it is definitely a struggle uh to decide how to react to things you don't like you know we talked about this on the show before you know how you decide to vote with your wallet knowing it could mean your friend gets laid off or the the developer who created your favorite feature is out of work you know so it's difficult from a from that perspective to say oh um you know what i think I think I'll just stay where I am and not rock the boat. You know? Uh, but it's also... It's also a question of how do you... How do you tell Blizzard you don't like your decisions without putting uh, people's jobs on the line, right? We've had that conversation so many times on the show. So, you know, negative negativity in the community is high. You know... We, we've talked about it. I, I've joked, like, oh, what if we don't have, you know, the next, next patch until November? Nobody, I think, wants that. Um, there's lots of negativity about how Shadowlands has gone as an expansion. Uh, it has its ups and downs, like any other expansion. And in the end, we, we need to take our our own steps in our own way that makes things make sense to us as to what a reasonable response is to how we're treated as players and how our loyalty to the company is rewarded or not rewarded. Uh, Like I always said, there's lots of commentary about this. Uh, If you check social media, I'm sure you'll find content creators and influencers who are talking about uh, the conversation around content and quality of, of development and all that stuff. Um, some you may agree with, some you may have issues with. I do recommend giving giving your time to at least hear everybody out there and get everybody's thoughts and, and give reasonable, um, re- reasonable time to everybody's opinions. Because everybody does have a value to their opinion and a lot of who are making good points, even if generally some people may not like the person or what they have to say. Um, In the past, I've been that person that people are like, why do I care what you have to say? I hate you. So that said, uh, you put your value to what people have said and, and what people are saying in the community and decide what you think is a reasonable expectation for a game where we are paying $50 a month and buying not insignificantly priced expansions in order to play and, and that's really all there is to it at least from my perspective uh, definitely read up yourself form your own opinions based on what you experience and what you've read and what you what you can find online um, that, that's really my thoughts uh, any thoughts for you guys on that?
2: Not necessarily on that per se, but what I do want to encourage people to keep in mind is that we don't see everything that happens behind the curtain. We don't see all the struggles that happens with Shadowlands and trying to put out an expansion during a pandemic. I would imagine, just my own opinion, that there are a lot of things that they would have tried to have done and implement And you know, flavor to add in and whatnot, but as we know during this current content lull, that's a challenge. (laughs) And it's hard to really fully judge without the whole story. And also remember that no matter your opinion, there are some very good people who work really hard on this game, and they're just doing their job. So there's there's been there's been a lot of nastiness about it and some people have directed it towards developers and while constructive criticism is good and it should be put out there, that's great. but to direct toxicity directly towards developers and people on social media <laughs> who work on the game, it's it's not cool. It's not good.
0: Yep, and it's also worth remembering that not everybody's going to share your opinion. Not everybody plays the game the same way. I mean, clearly there are th- there are three very different um, approaches to the game represented on this show. I mean, I'm I'm very much just a raider who you know focuses on the mechanical stuff, and I have a, like a little bit of an interest in the lore, but I'm nowhere near as invested in it as say Ali and Medros. Medros um, enjoys the solo aspects of the game, and he plays that, and also enjoys the lore. Ali is a raider who who is very much into the lore, like. And our opinions are going to be different, like between between each other, of as to the different approaches in the game and all that other stuff. Just like, you know, um, your friend who's. Who spends most of their time PvPing while well, you're just doing Mythic Plus, they're, they're going to have a different opinion of the game as a result of that game style. So just because just because there, somebody has a different play style to you doesn't invalidate their opinion of the game. Well said. I agree.
1: So let's talk about some 9.1 stuff, shall we? Yeah, let's get
0: away from BC Classic for a little while. <clears throat> so um, another feature that's getting added 9.1 is going to be a pretty familiar concept to anybody who played towards a tail end of Legion or not legion um bfa oh and legion actually because there was the assaults there too so we're getting assaults back in 9.1 in the form of covenant assaults so like i said it's gonna be similar to the zoth invasions and the burning legion invasions uh it's gonna cycle through um it's gonna cycle through twice a week so you're gonna get we're gonna get one on tuesday at reset and friday at about 1900 pacific Um, the the Covenant assaults are going to be unlocked in Chapter 2 of the Change of Domination campaign. And you're going to be able to see the available assaults on the world map along with the duration remaining. So the way it's going to work is uh, you're going to have a representative from the Covenant assaulting a specific area within one of the four Legion zones. and And it doesn't necessarily have to be a representative from that zone. So say, for example, we're doing an assault in, uh... Arden you're not gonna. You're not gonna necessarily have somebody from the Night Fay assisting you in that assault. Sometimes you're gonna have somebody from the Venthir assisting on that assault. And as you complete the assault, you're gonna get a bunch of rewards. So what's gonna. So one of the rewards is 800 rep with the new faction being introduced in 9.1 Deaths Advance. And then you're gonna get. Uh, 500 rep with the covenant whose area is being assaulted, and 200 rep with the covenant that is assisting the assault. So if we're doing a uh, if if we're doing a an assault in Ardenweald, we're getting 500 rep with uh, the Fey. and then if the Venthyr are leading the assault, we're going to get 200 rep with them. But that's not all we're going to get. We're also going to get a war chest. Which will contain 200 Stygia, 50 Soul Cinders, and a chance at Mot touched gear, which is equivalent to whatever your World Quest item-level reward is. Which will help with, you know, some gear catch-up, maybe. But another great thing that's coming out of the War Chest is we're going to get some Covenant Assault Mounts. Well, a chance at them, anyway. So right now we know of two of them. We know one for the Necrolord Assault and we know of one for the Night Fae Assault. The Necrolord Assault is that stitched together hyena looking thing, which uh, I really want. And the one for the Night Fae is another uh, recolored Gorm, which I am also okay with because it's the only thing. I'm. It's the closest I'm going to get to the chonky bug I wanted. So I will take another Caterpillar. Um, what, what do you guys think of these assaults coming back in 9.1? Are you looking forward to them?
2: I think it looks like fun. Just you know, a little bit of variety and you know it and that kind of thing, and I I'm cool with it.
1: I I think they're pretty neat. Uh I'm not sure how much will draw me in. Um. But I mean, it's pretty cool. Uh, I think it's it'll be neat. And uh, um, I guess for me, the... Uh, the Stygia, okay, whatever. Cinders, whatever. Gear, yeah, it depends on how often or what the chance is. If it's equivalent to World Quest, uh, sorry, to um, World Boss, eh, whatever. Uh, or I mean it's, I guess this world quest item levels so is not gonna be very good compared to world world bosses so it's probably gonna be a man on that uh, to be honest and the thechas Mount, mount, a chest, a chest mount uh, I mean they're nice I mean they're they're cool I guess I mean uh, the 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 wolf is pretty cool I don't need a bug don't want a bug it'll be a amount a to, to the number not anything I'll actually ride. Sorry, Toasty. I know you like your bugs. It's
0: all right. I can forgive you.
1: Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm willing to see how the how the the feature evolves. Uh, I, I assume there'll be more to it than just what's been shown here, um, and I, I'm keeping it open mind.
0: I think there, the, there
1: may be something there that's gonna be that's gonna be useful for me. We'll I think
0: see. I think one of the main draws is going to be an additional way to farm up rep. And it's not an insignificant amount of rep, and that'll help contribute to I believe I, I'm not sure if I'm hallucinating this or not, but I remember Paragon boxes being reintroduced in 9.1. I believe Venari's gonna have one. Yeah, I know is gonna have one. I can't recall now if the other covenants yeah, Paragon's have been around for the entire expansion. Oh, shows how much I've been doing my rep grind. Really. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, this is another way to contribute to the uh, to, to getting your Paragon boxes. It's a fair point. It's a fair point. Uh,
1: I, I, I just, yeah, I, I may need a little bit more than this to, uh, to do it. But I did always find assaults to be interesting. Uh, they are great for leveling characters. Uh, because generally one assault would be the equivalent of like a half day of questing for me.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure if that would be possible with this, just based on how the based on where in the story gets unlocked. It's specifically unlocked mm. in Chapter Two of the Chains of Domination quest line. Yeah, I'm not no, sure if it's going to be an account wide thing like with the other stuff. Mm, true. If it's account wide,
1: then it'd be that would be good. If it's not, then it's not. That 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 positive possibility is is gone. But yeah, I, I'm willing to give it a try. See what it's, see what it's like when it launches in you know four months, six months around there.
0: No, no November. Stop joking about November.
1: <laughs> it's truly not that good of a possibility. I mean, it's, it's at best a 50-50 shot.
0: The expansion can't have a birthday before the next content is,
1: please. I mean, it can. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. <laughs> I will agree that it shouldn't. I'll, I'll give you that. It should not have a birthday.
0: Okay, I'm glad we agree on that point.
1: All right, so... Uh, you guys know uh, that I, I said just, like, maybe a week or two ago, you know, I really wish there was a way to transfer Soul Ash. I recall saying that on the show. Do you guys remember that? Yes. Yes. So, whoever at Blizzard is listening to the show, I appreciate you. I really do. Thank you for listening to me. Because I know, I believe in my heart, it was all me that caused <laughs> this to happen. Why, why are you laughing at me, Ali? What What's so funny?
2: reasons continue
1: Did you want
0: it
2: happen
1: right. to happen
0: do you want it to happen in this way though uh, <sighs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no I mean no okay so uh, there will be two items that you can purchase to transfer soul ash Uh, Instead of just turning it into a uh, item in your bag that is bound to your account and can be sent to other characters, it'll be very much like Order Hall resources and War resources and various other currencies we've had that you have to buy something for more than you're actually going to get out of it to transfer items from your one character to another. So uh, the items will cost uh, 1,500 and 300 soul ash respectively, and they'll give you 1,300 and 250 respectively. So I think I'll get a little bit more by getting the 1500 soul Solash one. I'll get like, 50 more Solash out of that. Then, um, yeah. So, if you buy five of the $1,500 $300, 300 Solash ones, you'd get 1250 So, yeah, you'll get 50 more. So, basically, for those like some of my characters who have a very small number of soul ash. Uh, and could not get 1500 soul ash together to send over to an alt. Uh, you can get spend 300 soul ash, get a token for, for 250 soul ash, and send it over to another character uh, to consolidate your soul ash in one location or uh, sections of your soul ash at least. Um, I don't know a lot about the process at this point. Uh, it may be Venari that sells it, which I, I fear will be reputation-based, and frustrate the hell out of me, to be honest. Um, I don't mind token systems to transfer currency around. Um, this is about what I'd expect the the cost to be. Uh, if I recall, it was uh, 500 war resources in Legion, or in um, BFA, for 450... To the the, the receiver, uh, but I mean, it's happening, so I'm happy about that. I guess. What do you guys think?
0: I mean, cool that it's in there. I mean, I, I've, I've historically never used the uh, whatever method or whatever was available to transfer the resources between characters, so it was never really a thought in my head to have that in there. It makes sense. And considering now that I know that the previous systems, there was also a cost involved with that, I'm okay with it. How about you, Allie?
2: I'm okay with it. And as someone who I've run much more Torghast on my priest, but I also kind of want to start gearing up my DK more and maybe get her a legendary finally. And I know I'm going to want to do it for my rogue as well. So I I think this is a great option. The 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 costing's kind of a little funky, but I can see them trying to use this to so people don't game the system. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this whole cost versus received thing. But overall, I'm glad it's going to be an option, and I will look forward to doing so.
0: Uh, it's it is worth noting that the item isn't actually available to purchase in the PTR, at least from what I've been able to look at. Um, these are a lot of assumptions. Like these these items have been data mined we so we know that they're they are in the game. And the assumption that it's purchased from Venari is based solely on the tool tooltip because of the cut that Venari seems to take for
2: your soul ash.
0: I think the tooltip is Venari always gets a cut. Or something along those lines.
2: Yeah, I mean, XT Venari doing that. That's how, that's how she rolls, man. It's how she rolls. Yep.
1: <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't think I will ever have enough Solosh on any character to actually create, like, create a legendary this expansion. So it is fairly relevant to me uh, that this is an option, uh, but it's good to have it there.
0: What about what all the one, tour guests you're going to run with Manny? <laughs> Yep.
1: (laughs) I'd like to point out that I never agreed to rent our guest.
0: You didn't, you didn't uh, say no. No, I
1: did not. I I did not say yes or no. I did not say I would or wouldn't. Uh, I did not make any comments. So uh, any assumptions of participation are not on me. Uh, And yeah, the, actually the point that the war resources one in BFA was 650 cost for 500 reward. So it was an even steeper cut of the, uh, of the pie there. Okay. All right. uh, Time to move on to our second sponsor then. Uh, So we've talked... I've introduced you guys over the past few weeks to the Merry Band of Pirates and the Flying Dutchman. And today, today we're going to have a very, very special book pick. It is a cast recording, so to speak, of the Audible-only exclusive book, Homefront. Uh, now, the full cast on this is pretty impressive. Um, so we have um, uh, Zachary Quinto, Kate Mulgrew, Robert Picardo, uh, and and so many really good voice actors. Um, so this book pick is going to be a bit of a longer clip, but I really think this captures a really good cross sample of what you can expect by this book. So let's give it a listen to the sample for Homefront.
0: president of the United States authorized a
2: nuclear strike on U.S. soil in the heart of civilian territory. The president wants answers, and he wants them now. What's the word in English?
1: Show. That's right, a total show.
2: The facts. During peacetime, Dayton, Ohio, became a war zone. Facts. Worst loss of civilian life since before the Chris were evicted from our planet. Facts. The UNF star team failed to stop an attack on Wright-Patterson and were forced
0: to request a nuclear strike on U.S. soil. My star team was not the problem. They were put in an impossible situation. The issue is with that damned
2: thing. We're referring to him, it, as in the A.I., the beer can. The AI assured us that it dealt with all the Christang on Earth when it first arrived here. <laughs> Technically, these Christang weren't on Earth. The AI should have known about this threat. We need to remember: it is an alien. It is ancient,
1: and we can't trust it. The question of its loyalty to to you, to to <laughs> this is bullshit. It it. How many times do you have to save this stinky race of monkeys before they recognize my essential me-ness? No, 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 no. Not like this. Hidey-ho there, monkeys. Surprise. It is I, Skippy the Magnificent. Now, I know this may not be what you were expecting. Normally, by now, you would be listening to the dumb tones of my favorite monkey, but not this time. Nope. Instead of Knucklehead telling the story because he always gets it wrong, I will treat you to the truth
0: about the unfortunate little drama that unfolded on your monkey home world.
1: So that, again, is Homefront, an Expeditionary Force audio drama special. Expeditionary Force book 7.5. Uh, what, what do you guys think of uh, Skippy the Magnificent? Does he sound like a interesting beer can? Yes. Does he sound pompous enough? <laughs> Being <laughs> alien, yeah, I thinks he's better than everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what do you think, Toasty?
0: Yeah, no, I would agree with that. Definitely, that's a pompous beer can.
1: That, yes, he definitely, definitely, uh, yeah, he's definitely very interesting. Uh, but yeah, definitely, this is, I'm not usually an audio drama fan, like sound effects and uh, whole cast. I prefer usually just one narrator through the whole book. But I really enjoyed this. It's a shorter book. Uh, I, I'd probably recommend, you know, watching for it to be on sale maybe because it's it's only a five-hour versus, like, I tend to like 10-plus-hour 10 10 books uh, for, for the book picks I choose so that I get more value out of my dollars. Um, but this is a very good book. It's It was really worth get, getting and listening to. Um, so I definitely recommend checking it out. Um, again, R.C. Bray, who's the normal narrator of the, the books does play both Joe Bishop and Skippy the Magnificent sca- slash Skippy the A-hole beer can. Um, either uh, either name applies, just to clarify. Uh, and uh, he does a really good job, but some of the other characters he that are played by other voice actors and other actual actors um, are also done really well. So definitely recommend checking it out. Um, and uh, yeah, so don't forget, uh, you can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ateries 2021 and, uh, yeah, thank you for all for sponsoring the show. And now for our question of the week. Our question of the week for last week was, what do you think of the changes being made to Torghast?
0: Uh, Leo Wild says, I think the Torghast changes are great. Being able to stop run early if you have to and get some rewards or being able to continue to make progress despite dying if you're willing to keep trying. Kind of wish it functioned like that from launch, but better late than never. I actually do want to provide some clarification on the reward thing because uh, we weren't super clear on that last week. So after when I, when I dug into it a bit more, the, the reward that you get based on your score from Torghast is strictly in tower knowledge. It doesn't affect the amount of soul ash or soul cinders that you get. That is still based on you actually completing the specific layer. So it's only the tower knowledge that's affected by your score or whatever. But that tower knowledge... Will help you in purchasing those different talents from the box of many things. I think it's what it was called to help me make your to help make your Torghast runs a bit easier. So there's that, but at least there's something coming from Torghast in that regard. Uh, Healfest says Blizzard doesn't care about WoW anymore. Too bad expansions in a row.
2: Troy Moore says, they've addressed the biggest annoyances and that goes a long way to taking care of many of the complaints. Just to moderate their good deeds, they've come up with a new currency because adding more layers to systems is fun, right? While Hunter67 says it seems like it will be plenty it seems like it will be pretty much timed and stressful, which is the exact reason I don't do Mythic Blasts.
1: Okay, and uh, True Villain Madness says, I think they'll definitely need iteration, but I think changes are a step in the right direction. I just hope that Metro stops running Torghast long enough to record the next all- episode of All Things Azeroth. Uh, Argent Rose says, I'm looking forward to them. They're, that's one of the few things that my love and I could run together and had lots of fun doing. It reminds me a lot of Persona Dungeoning, but personally, or mostly I think they'll be fun and a great way to learn new skills in the game. Uh, glad to report, Banny that I was able to break myself away from Torghast long enough to record the show. Thanks. Thanks for your concern. I appreciate that. So, next week's question is, what do you think of the inclusion of the character boost and character copy services to BC Classic, along with the BC Classic Deluxe Edition? This should be interesting.
0: I feel like I've given my thoughts on that pretty succinctly. Yeah, yeah
1: pretty much. Oh, yeah. I think we... I think we have all given our thoughts very thoroughly on that one. So, uh, time for shout-outs. I'm going to choose Toasty first. You're going to what now? I'm choosing you for your shout-out first.
0: Oh, I heard choosed, and that was yeah. it. <laughs> um, I'm going to give a shout-out to the Montreal Canadiens. With their overtime loss tonight, they have officially clinched the fourth... And final spot in the North Division in the Stanley Cup playoffs, and therefore all teams in the Stanley Cup playoffs have been decided. At the same time, they've also eliminated the Calgary Flames and the Vancouver Canucks. We have our 16 teams for the playoffs.
1: Okay, so all the teams can just stop playing now and uh, rest up for a few days before the playoffs start, right?
0: No. In fact, I think I'm pretty sure the way it's going to work is the Flames and the Canucks are still going to be playing after the uh, after the playoffs start (laughs) because they need to uh, they need to play for lotteries. I'm serious. I think they play games next week, but the playoffs start this Saturday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 2021's not letting us down.
0: The Bruins and Capitals series starts on Saturday and the Flames and Canucks play next week to just cement their lottery odds.
1: All right then, all right. Anything else? Any other shoutouts for you, Toasty?
0: No, that's it.
1: No, I mean, you, you, really? There's no no other shoutout you wanted make? I mean, I expect another one. That's all.
0: Oh, how did I forget this? Shout out to the LA Kings for losing their game, which allowed for the St. Louis Blues to clinch their playoff spot. Looking forward. There we go. Looking forward to potentially playing the Vegas Golden Knights or the Colorado Avalanche. Those will be fun. <laughs> Ali, if we end up playing each other, um, I'm sorry in advance for any mean things I'm going to say in your it's direction. Okay.
2: It's all good, fun. If if we play each other, it may have to be some kind of like fun wager, or bet, or something that happens between us.
1: Yes, Ooh, absolutely. A between you two, would be funny. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright. I mean, I'm sure the Jets will totally take either one of your teams out when you got when we meet in the next round.
2: Right.
1: No, the Jets aren't making it past the first round. I know this already. It's fine. I, I have I have accepted this. I I personally accepted they were likely not to make the playoffs, so
0: no, uh, that was not likely. When I saw that tweet, I'm like, "That, that is straight up not likely." There was a 99% chance of them making the playoffs at that time. Uh,
1: you know, 99% chance, but it's still Winnipeg, so I was still not counting it in. Fair enough. <sighs> I try to be fair. Uh, Let's say I try sometimes. Anyways, um Ally, how about your shoutouts?
2: Oh my. Um probably should have thought about this ahead of time we do this every week yeah
1: it's 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 a weekly show i know and I know. yet none of us ever spends the, i mean i've thought of my shout out already but uh no so much time is spent I don't, I, don't I don't know what i'm saying i don't know what i'm saying we do this every week guys write something down during the week
2: well normally i do normally have something prepared but for some reason this week like there's so many little things I could shout out, and we'd be here forever if I shouted out every little thing I would want to shout out. Wait, write, I... so- write something down?
0: You want me to write more stuff down for the show? <laughs>
2: <laughs> My shout out is going to be to Toasty for his work on the show notes. Oh, thank you. Who's added more notes to them, so really all I have to do is show up. Because <laughs> <laughs> he made it so much easier. Then it was already easy before.
1: <laughs>
2: Any other shout-out for you there, Allie? That'll be good for this week. All right.
1: Uh, so my shout-out 2 parted. Uh, first shout-out is to my nephew. Uh, He's going through a, I believe, a computer science course uh, at in the city here uh, at, I think you of M, Meters, meters Manitoba. Uh, and he, as part of uh, one of his projects... Uh, needed to, to write a coding project, and he has written a new World of Warcraft add-on to compare what pets you have with a person in your party. Um, if people want to te- beta test it for him, uh, it's Pet Compare. You can find it on Wow App. It's in CurseForge and all, all all kinds of other stuff. Um, he's still doing some debugging and and trying to work out some some kinks, but uh, I definitely look forward to seeing it uh, used by people in the community and. Uh, I'm very proud of him for doing that. So,
0: Okay, so before I go, before I jump into testing, toast I, to, I need to know a few things. What are the use cases here? What are the assumptions? Are there any dependencies? Uh, <laughs> what kind of development, what kind of dev testing has he done thus okay, far? Uh,
1: what are the requirements? Uh, you need to have World of Warcraft and at least one pet. You need to be in a party with somebody who also has at least one pet and plays World of Warcraft. Uh, use cases comparing pets. Uh, testing. He claimed a pet from free from the person in Stormwind that gives you pet stuff. Um, I I forget the rest of the stuff. Sorry.
0: I'll make a list. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. Done. I'll 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 look for, look forward to receiving your list of of QA requirements. <laughs> Um, and my second shout out is to Elon Musk. Uh, say what you you ma- say what you will about the guy, but he he really ha- looked like he had a lot of fun on this you know, last night or on a Saturday night and um, I, I'm very happy that he had that opportunity uh, even though a lot of people were taking what he said on that show way too seriously. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. So that's that's my two shoutouts. Which so um, the people who
0: invested in Dogecoin are not appreciating his appearance there. Uh, well, took- when
1: you speculate, you ha- sometimes you lose.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: If you bought it three cents, you're still very happy with where it is. Fair. Anyways, let's not talk about Dogecoin, the meme-based currency, and let's get out of here.
2: If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call 1-785-ATA-WOW-5 or one 282 9695 You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com. If you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our new Boundnet group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Ali's show at dungeonfables.com and Toasty stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. You can find us on Twitter at All Things A Z. Medros is at Medros, Fandeath is at Fandeth, Toasty is at ToastyPostyCan, and Ali is at Aliandruskay, and you can find the network at Dawnforge. And please check out the other shows from the Dawnforge network, including Creep Quest
1: And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of more nine point one goodness.
0: To the boom. Playoffs! <laughs> and,
1: and, and and the playoffs, too. Copyright 2021 Dawn Forge Productions Head to thedawnforge.com for more information.